Whether you're just starting a business or you're a well-seasoned entrepreneur, chances are you know what it feels like when things aren't working. However, not everyone likes to chat about the transformation that happens on the way to finding something that is. That's exactly why we're talking about the mindset shift that allowed Maggie to let go of some serious fear and money stress and instead show up in a more aligned way through a pay-what-you're-able business model. And while this model isn't for everyone, nor are we suggesting it is, our hope is that this conversation opens doors for you around the mindset of generosity, trust, and innovation that can lead to more sales, not less. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Denley, the mindset coach that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. My guest today is Maggie Gentry Miller. Maggie helps creatives who are at a pivotal point in their business and are deeply craving support and space to make the needed transitions that will sustain their soul work. Her unique approach blends business coaching, marketing consulting, mindfulness techniques, and loads of compassion, which allows you to grow your business in a way that feels perfectly aligned for you. She is also the co-founder of Mindful Moments ATX, a self-care event series for self-identifying women and non-binary folks working to establish their own wellness rituals. Maggie, welcome to One Simple Shift. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. I am so excited to chat today because I am so excited about this topic. So before we get started, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and why it is that you do what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I like to say that what I do is thought partnership and marketing strategy. My background is in marketing. I got my BBA in marketing here at the University of Texas in Austin. Um, So it's always like through that lens where I kind of um, began this journey. Um, But really this thought partnership piece is truly, I think, a better definition of what I do. Um, A thought partner is someone who challenges your way of thinking so that it adds value to your life and your business. And so that to me is just another, I think, eloquently beautiful way of really describing coaching. Um, And then just recently, uh, well, I guess it's been over six months now, but I was certified as a yoga teacher in the summer of 2018, and I'm continuing my education there, and I'm in the middle of a 200-hour meditation teacher training course. So um, continuing to learn and evolve my practice and my offerings to incorporate more of what I'm curious about. So um, as far as how that, you know, all meshes together, it's kind of this really lovely conglomerate of like, what support do you need in your business? And how can we really work together hand in hand to find an approach that helps you grow and evolve in a way that 
feels good to you, not just in a way that you've heard you should be doing things. So it's really about um, stripping away all of those shoulds so that we can get really clear about what you want at your core. Um, I talk a lot about finding in uh, your why and owning your why in business. And so that's kind of the anchor in my work too, is always coming back to that core purpose. I love that so much. And I think that's just such a beautiful way that you explained it. And also a little bit different approach than we usually hear when we think about business. Um, I think you take a little gentler and a little softer approach. Mm. And I love that you think of this kind of marketing work in a way of really getting that kind of um, work that fuels your soul out into the world. And I think that's just such a beautiful perspective. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, for, for many of us that are on this business journey and a lot of us that are doing this on our own, if we're even a small shop, but it's kind of, you know, solopreneurs or those of us that are the face of the business, it really is an extension of who we are and of a lot of times our purpose we can find a lot of value in the work that we offer. And so it's absolutely, in my mind, connected to your life's purpose too. And I think that, I mean, that gives it so much more of a deeper meaning. And I think, I mean, we all know that business isn't always smooth sailing, right? Yeah. There are always going to be kind of like bumps in the road and these challenges that we face that we have to work through either on the personal development side or the professional development side. And I think really tapping into that why and remembering why it is that you do this work can make it so much easier to keep going in those kind of moments of struggle. Mm -hmm. Because I think, especially in my own business, like, I probably would have quit ages ago if I only looked at, you know, numbers. And that was the only thing that kept me going in the early stages, you oh, know, yeah. and you, I just like, wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have kept going. Right. I wouldn't have stuck with it at all. And it would have been so defeating. So I think shifting our perspective around that can be so powerful. Yeah. I agree a thousand percent. I think that there's something where, um, I think those of us that, do venture off and do our own thing in, in creating a life for ourselves in this way, there's consistently this whisper that we can hear, but sometimes it gets shouted over and clouded out for a lot of different reasons, but it's like, it's always there. And so I think that it's really important for us to continue to find ways that work with for us individually to tap back in so that that whisper gets louder and louder and we can connect to it more easily. Yes. I love the idea of that whisper. And I think I've heard it, you know, described as kind of your intuition mm. or your inner mentor or like your mothering self or however you want to identify with that. But I think what we're really talking about here is just that, like that inner voice, yes. right? That inner like pull to do this kind of work. And I'm a strong believer that we wouldn't have that. We like, we all have that kind of inner voice and our own like desires and wants 
for a reason. Like I think we were all instilled with a desire to either like create the kind of businesses that we created or do the kind of work that we do in the world for a reason. And I think that, you know, we do ourselves a disservice when we, when we don't listen, Mm -hmm. right. (laughs) When we kind of ignore that little voice. Um, So I think, I think just learning to tap back into that and to actually listen and say, okay, like I clearly feel this way for a reason. So let's like tap back into Mm -hmm. what that is. Yeah, absolutely. So can you tell me what has, what is the one mindset shift that changed everything for you in Mm -hmm. your business? Yeah. Um, it's, it's been a recent one. Um, but if I may, I'm going to kind of give a little bit of a backstory first. So I think that, um, my, for the past few years, I've established a word for the year that has been kind of this guiding energy for me. And last year in 2018, my word of the year was trust. And I was very much in a space of starting off the year. Things felt really rocky. I was not sure about how I was going to continue working in the way that I was working. I mean, it it wasn't working. So I had to figure something else out. Um, So I experimented with a few different things and nothing really felt right. And it was a really tumultuous year. Um, But it's funny. And looking back, I can see how I wasn't listening to that whisper. I wasn't listening to my intuition. And it guided me onto a path that, I thought was right. And then clearly I got into it, you know, a few months in and I was like, wait, no, 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 this is not it at all. And so I really feel like all of last year was this complete like excavation of all of these ideas of how I thought that I should be doing work and how I thought um, things should look and feel and be. And so really it was this kind of crystal clear moment towards the beginning of the holidays last year, where finally I just had this real sense of clarity around, oh, the how is not my problem. Like I do not have to understand how things will work out. I have to stay committed to my why. I need to figure out and really hold dear this core purpose of how I want to be showing up, but then what that looks like, I have to release that. And so it was like this surrender almost that really was this big mindset shift for me. Cause I always think about it. I've all, I've always had this, like, I call it like a ninja grip on life. Like I just tried to control everything. (laughs) And even in trying to explore these other Um, you know, personal development, like mindfulness techniques, I think there was still a sense of, um, I was living under this veil of expectation. Like I still always had this subconscious way of thinking that I knew how things should be. And so then finally there was this moment where it's like, Hey, what if I just like dive into this sea of uncertainty? And instead of treading water like I have been for decades and finding myself exhausted and consistently like slipping beneath the surface and panicking and freaking out. What if I just like holler to the universe to like throw me a donut floaty and why don't I just like (laughs) hang out here? And like, 
just drift along. And so, I mean, that, that's, that's how I kind of see it. It was like, well, what if I let go? Like, what if I step off this cliff? What if I simply allow what will change? And, and it's funny enough, like that, that's my word for this year is allow. And so it's very much just about this opening and surrendering and receiving. And there's a bit of curiosity there too. And so it's funny, I was coming on today and I was thinking, oh my gosh, how am I going to talk about, it's not quite a simple shift, but (laughs) But, but that's kind of it. (laughs) Yes. I love that. So I so appreciate you sharing the backstory there because I do think sometimes we can kind of gloss over what it is that got Mm. us to this mindset shift. So when I, when we say a simple shift, I by no means want people to think that this is something that kind of happens, you know, overnight or that, you know, the growth process isn't there because we all have that and we all have to kind of, you know, confront those challenges Mm -hmm. to get to this point where we are. But what I do believe is that once your mindset shifts on these things, that is a simple shift, right? That's like a decision that can happen in almost an instant, basically, where, I mean, it sounds like you just you said, okay, like, I'm just going to surrender. I'm going to see how this works out. And I love how you detached from the how in that, which I by no means want that to sound easy, because I think a lot of us are these type A creatives who are very used to trying to control outcomes and looking at strategy and looking at metrics and trying to get certain results. Um, And I don't want to say that that's bad. That's not what I'm trying to say here. But I do think that there's kind of magic that happens when you open yourself up to what it is that you want and detaching from how exactly it's going Mm -hmm, to come mm -hmm. about in your life, right? So I love that so much. So can you talk to me a little bit? So that was the kind of like surrendering moment. But how has that actually like shown up in your business? So, um... It's funny, kind of in that moment, you're exactly right. It absolutely was this like moment of clarity. And it was in that moment where I finally even asked myself, like, what better way? And can I really embody this act of surrender than moving my entire one-on-one work in my business to a pay-what-you're-able model? And that to me was this ultimate act of, hey, this is going to, you know, I'm going to be right back in that place of uncertainty, not knowing how to, I mean, I used to be this person that would create like eight different spreadsheets for all the different types of worst case scenarios. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, I, I would look at my financial outlook and like, okay, where am I going to be in all of these potential um, facets. And so then it's like, okay, no, 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 that, that has not worked. That obsessive compulsive behavior and that controlling has never helped me. And so then this kind of like supporting question that I'm bringing into this is like, well, what if I let go of all of that? What if I don't have any notion of exactly what my numbers and finances are going to be next month? And what if I just stay open 
to what wants to come my way. And so I, I, I think I made that decision. Like I had that moment of clarity. It was, I think like December 20th, I'll have to look back. It was a Tuesday. I remember it was a Tuesday. And then I announced it on my Instagram feed on that next day or two days after that. So, I mean, and today's the 24th of January when we're recording this. So it's been just over a month. And in this time frame, it's been remarkable that the people who have gravitated towards that message. So I've seen an uptick in inquiries. And, you know, the first question everyone asks is like, well, how are you sustaining? And it's quite interesting because people are giving me more, well, not always, but I mean, it, it, it's actually working out to be quite even, but more often than not, the numbers that people are offering up, it's more than what I would have even thought to charge. So that's so amazing. Yeah. I'm, I'm more supported now, which is wild. I mean, it's blowing my mind. It's quite literally blowing my mind. Oh, so many things came up for me here. So um, the first thing was that when you were talking about that kind of obsessive compulsive, um, looking at the spreadsheet, planning out worst case scenarios reminded me of that quote of what you focus on expands. And I think, (laughs) and I think when we pour so much energy into these kind of worst case scenarios, we're only getting more of it, right? (laughs) So the universe is only giving us more of what we say yes to. And if we're saying yes to that kind of like constant worrying and constant like obsessing, we're just gonna, it's kind of like, the snowball effect where we're only going to see more of it. And it's only going to increase the anxiety and increase the worry. Mm -hmm. And I love how you stepped away from that. And we're able to say like, okay, this approach isn't necessarily working. So what would happen if I took a different one? And I think that that's so incredible because in business, there's this need to I think often experiment. We have this tendency to think that just because things are a certain way now, that's how it's going to be forever, right? Forever and ever and ever. (laughs) And I think that when we kind of take that pressure off and say, okay, you know, what would happen if I didn't obsess over this? What would happen if I wasn't quite so worried about the numbers? Um, And I think that it's really shown up for you and you know, showed you in a really beautiful way that sometimes that worry isn't necessarily necessary or even good for us, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And you bring up a good point too, because I feel very conflicted in terms of setting goals. I mean, I think that that's a big one where if you think of, you know, most of the time everyone is promoting like smart goals, you know, the S-M-A-R-T and I'm forgetting exactly what it all stands Mm -hmm. for, but you know, it's, um, measurable and actionable and time bound or whatever. And, and so it's always been so interesting because I would try those processes, processes of like, how can I set these goals? I would follow the steps, but it always felt a little hollow. Um, and I think Mm -hmm. because I was attaching these numbers that were completely arbitrary. And so it, it, which is hard because now I'm kind of struggling where, well, how do I continue to set goals, but detaching all sense of outcome or result from them? Um, 
which feels counterintuitive and contradictory. So it's been this like weird place in my head right now where I'm trying to understand how do I work towards something without having the same sort of structure that maybe I'm used to. Totally. And I think that kind of goes back to, I think sometimes when we think about goal setting, we, we want it to be measurable, Mm -hmm. right? So we want it to be like metric based and like attach a number to it essentially. And I think that maybe that's just shifting to how, like how you think about your goals differently. Maybe it means shifting to, I want to help X number of people per month, or I want, you know, to, um, like help my clients reach X metric or, um, you know, I'm not sure exactly what it would look like for you, but sometimes I think when we just like tweak how we think about those goals and come at it from a different angle, um, and maybe yours is more Mm purpose-based, um, it can kind of open something else up for us. Yeah. I mean, something that I've been thinking about more is, how really trying to find an embodied experience. And so whether than it being having X number of clients or, you know, using these kind of traditional metrics, rather coming to the experience of how does this feel? How do I want to feel? And if experiences and opportunities come up and they kind of check that box of like, yes, this feels good in my body. This feels exciting. Like this, like every cell of my body is screaming yes, then that's kind of the marker Mm -hmm. for, okay, let's do it rather than, um, is this just going to fulfill a client spot that I need anyway? So sorry to go off on that tangent. I love that. No, no. I think it's important because I think, you know, these are all the things that come up when we talk about these kind of shifts. So I love that you're kind of willing to go there, you know? When you're in it, it can seem so hard to shift your mindset around what is and isn't working so you can show up in a more aligned way and bring in more of the right clients. If you're struggling to get your mindset on board with how to work through the fear that may be holding you back and build a business you find both profitable and fulfilling, go ahead and sign up for my free Simplifying Success coaching call. Together, we'll identify the one mindset shift that will make the biggest difference in your life and business so you can stop spinning your wheels and start seeing more of the results you want. Head over to amandadunnelly.com slash free call to book. I only do three of these each week, so get over there and book yours today. So what has this taught you about trust and just kind of like letting go and kind of releasing Mm -hmm. that ninja drift? Um, yeah. So, I mean, I did share that a lot of the work I was doing last year was around that in general trust. And I feel like for me, the surrender is almost like that next step on the ladder or the next step in the circle. However, you think about growth being maybe more circular, spiralic than linear. And I think now that I'm able to feel like I can trust in this vision for myself. Now I'm finally able to open up and receive what comes next. And so it feels just like this next iteration. So it's like, because I worked to really understand how I could trust more deeply and really what trust meant for me 
then it's like, oh, this is just this next phase, this next stage. And so it just seems like it's opening up the world in a brand new way. So this opportunity came along last year and it sounded like all of the things, like it was checking all of these boxes of what I thought I wanted. So I pursued it and quickly realized it wasn't the thing. But then coming off of that, it it almost felt like I couldn't trust my intuition. I felt like my intuition had betrayed me. Mm. Um, or I felt like, mm-hmm. oh, who am I? I must not be that enlightened or in touch because I went down this quote unquote wrong path. And so I think even the work around deepening my trust and really surrendering is also taking myself out of this binary of things are either good or bad, right or wrong, and trying to allow it to be this experiment and this exploration of just like gathering data points where it's like, okay, I can look back at that experience now and I don't view it as wrong. I just view it as, oh, that's interesting. Now I know more about myself that I didn't know before. Yes, it was a difficult lesson, but it was really helpful. Totally. And I think those kind of data points are so important because that's what helps guide us in the right direction, right? Is kind of using that polarity in a way, even if we don't want to look at it as black and white or right or wrong, um, but using what's kind of like working for us and not working for us as a guide, right? So when we're collecting those like negative data points, it's it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just something else that's kind of steering us in the right direction and saying like, okay, not that mm-hmm. let's try the next thing. And I, I think that's so important because sometimes our impulse in these situations when things aren't going our way is to kind of stand still and wait for this, like basically like this amazing glorifying yeah. aha moment. And I'm a strong believer that you get there through those kind of like small, consistent efforts, through these little experiments, by trying things, by finding what's working, by finding what's not working, by kind of taking those little steps. And I'm not saying it's easy and I'm not saying it isn't scary, but I think you'll be so much further ahead in those moments than if you're simply standing still and waiting for something to change or something to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think for me too, it was really helpful to learn just to be with the pain or the frustration or the confusion or the fear and not just like you're saying, not trying to rush through it, but really allow myself to be in that state, whatever state it was, and to find ways to support myself in that. And I think because I was really able to honor the totality of the experience it then led me to that moment where it was just like a very clear, yes, this is right. This is next. And then now it's, I think because I had so much time to really sit with what was, then that moment of clarity came and it was just so obvious. And now it just feels like I almost have a whiplash because things have changed so drastically in such a short amount of time But now it's like, I understand, oh, I'm like finally getting closer to being on, on this like right aligned path for me. And each step along the way has gotten me ever closer. 
Yes. So I want to take like just a second to talk about mm-hmm. the numbers aspect because I know that like as business owners, we do love numbers. Uh, and I was thinking about when you were saying that things have kind of all evened out. You know, some people are offering numbers that are more than you would have thought of charging. And, you know, sometimes probably it goes on the other end of the spectrum as well. Um, and it was reminding me of, I think it was a study or I don't know, probably came up in my Facebook feed or something. But um, this one person was talking about how if you asked a group of people like how much a cow weighs that you will get and they have no idea right so you'll get answers like that are like one pound and you'll get answers that are like one million pounds but that actually if you get like the right amount of samples they all kind of even each other out and that it results in some like a number that ends up being actually quite correct (laughs) and I thought this was so interesting especially how it applies to this kind of pay what you're able model because I mean you're kind of living proof that it's working out that way right that you're kind of like that one side's um evening out the other and I just think that's like totally thank you yeah and I mean the other big reason that I you know wanted to make this shift in my business was accessibility and affordability and just making it truly trying to knock down any barriers so that anyone, regardless of background or current circumstance or current situation, that they can hopefully feel welcome enough to approach and have a conversation. Um, And I think what's also beautiful about it is that, you know, I think previously and having, you know, (laughs) when you have those conversations about money, it's, it can be tenuous. And so Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, you, you each come to the table And historically I felt it was, you know, I would keep my numbers close to my chest and you would have your hand like close to your chest. And, um, so I have a number that I know I have to ask about, and I have no idea if that's going to even remotely hit close to the number that you were thinking. And it's fraught with a lot of anxiety. And I think now having these conversations, it's been really beautiful where I feel like both parties are coming to the table much more open and willing to have a conversation. And then it becomes very much about, let me listen to what you need. Let me hear how I may support you to meet those needs. And then from there, let me know what feels like what your capacity is as far as money. And then we can kind of meet in the middle to be able to collaborate and agree on this equitable energy exchange. And it's been marvelous. Like, and it's been really wonderful how I feel as though I'm still able to provide the same level of attention and dedication to each one of my clients, because I know that regardless of what the number is that they're putting, you know, whatever the monetary value is, I know that their intention behind that and the energy that they put behind the money that they are sending my way is the same. It's that energy and the intention that is the same and is pure and is grateful. And that to me is really what's been so powerful about all of this. 
Absolutely. So have you found that this kind of generosity in your own business has inspired others into, you know, even if it's not a necessarily a pay what you're able model, taking just a little bit of a piece of that and working it into their own business? I mean, I think it's some it's an interesting question and inquiry for all of us business owners and I and people just to ask the question of where do we have privilege? Where can we offer up something that's really selfless? And so whether that is expanding a capacity for what a low cost or free offering is, whether that's giving back, is just having a question of how are we able to fight these systems that we're currently in so that we can find our, our way out of some of the oppression that we all face. Okay. So I think that is an amazing spot to wrap up. So Maggie, if listeners love what they heard from you today, where can they find you? Um, Well, I'm always over on the Instagram and uh, my handle is at Maggie Gentry underscore. And then my website is simply MaggieGentry.com. Perfect. Okay. You guys heard it. Go over and hang out with Maggie there. And thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Amanda. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandadunnelycom slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, each month I'll be picking one reviewer to win a vision board design coaching intensive with me so you can create your own definition of success. If you're looking for more support in creating a beautiful, balanced life and thriving successful business, head over to amandadunnelycom slash free call and book my free Simplifying Success Coaching Call where I'll help you identify one simple shift you can make to cultivate a success mindset and start seeing results now. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. Our kind of like gut reaction is to... um, I completely forgot where I was going with this.